couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S dot bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. Derek, will you come in here, please? We'd like to talk with you. Mike telephoned. He apologized for any trouble he caused, as well he might. You mustn't feel guilty, Derek. It's okay to be interested in your background. You know we love you, and we know that you love us. If you want to learn more, that's fine. We'll help you as much as you want. Don't you want me anymore? Of course we want you. Then what's he saying that for? I don't want Mike. I want you. I wish things were like the way they were. least favorite night as a student was parents night but this may be my favorite episode to review welcome to narbos and Broomheads. my name is alan and on twitter you can find me at slip with five eyes or slip and we've got uh one of our co-hosts on tonight and a couple of special guests so co-host who are you co-host that's me it's courtney at courtney k 1208 on twitter um and joining us this episode are our good friends Ted and Barry. Um, Ted and Barry host a weekly virtual trivia um, program, and Degrassi is one of the most common topics to come up. So we invited them on the show. Um, Barry, do you want to start off by kind of telling us a bit about your love uh, of Degrassi? Sure. First of all, it's Ted and Barry. It's your best friends, Ted and Barry. Oh, yeah, your <laughs> best friends. Monitor. Yeah. He's in the trivia. So uh, shit, I screwed up. That's okay. So yeah, I uh, I I was I grew up in the '80s. So like I said, I, I lived it, man. And uh, Degrassi was just a <laughs> thing for me. It was I was a couple years younger than they were on the show, but I have a lot of fond memories. I used to go to my grandparents on the weekends, and on Sunday, this used to come on after the Wonderful World of Disney. And in Newfoundland, <laughs> we only we only got two channels, so we had this, <laughs> they had this old uh, black and white television. So. Uh, I love I should, the wonderful world of Disney followed by kids having sex. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great segue into it, a great opener, a great lead. But um, the first episode, I, I, I distinctly remember watching at my grandparents' house where it was the one where they're going for president and uh, they're all doing their speeches. And Snake came out with the guitar and started playing the guitar doing the yes. speech. And right then and there, I was sold on this show. And like I said, it's been, uh, been a love affair of mine ever since. And... Uh, Ted and I always reference it in some some way or form in our trivia. Which is yes. always amazing. Um, do you have any favorite characters, Barry? Oh, our favorite. There's a reason why we're doing <laughs> this. Mike Nelson is one of my favorite characters. We are, um, if you can't hear it, if you hear some friction in the microphone, that's us rubbing our hands together and licking our lips. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're dying to jump into this. What yeah, the, I, I, what? I uh, I'm a, I'm a father of a six-year-old, and I, I hope that one day I can be the father that Mike Nelson is. <laughs> Do you play drums in a bitchin' band in a bar? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. i got to work on the drum part, but uh, no. Also, like I said, the, 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 this is the genesis, I believe, of the Zit Remedy, although the name isn't here yet. And uh, to me, that was, the, that was the show, man, those three guys. But uh, That's true. Yes, man. No, All right, Teddy, tell us about, uh, tell about your love well, affair with Degrassi. I would say, really, it's like... It's the core of Canadianity. It's like, it's kind of going, 
I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of an analogy. It's like green grass. Well, you've always had it and you really enjoy it. And it's kind of <laughs> like, well, why do you like it? Well, I just really like it. It's just, I guess it's always been there. Just, um, I never really watched a lot of kids of the grassy street. Um, even though Degrassi Junior High was was had that it always had this haze like this grit to it, but Degrassi Street Kids of Degrassi Street was like the grit of the grit. It never the sun is never never shines, and it's just like <laughs> and too growing up in a small town, it's just like it, <laughs> filmed in Toronto, of course. Yeah. Uh, it was really it was just something really really different. So mm-hmm. we always right up through high school, and then I think. Finally, when schools out came, that was, I don't know where in high school we were, but yeah, it was, it's just always been there and it's uh, always been a great thing. It sure has. We sure. obviously all think so as well. Yeah. So those 80 shows always had that formula where the kid would, would mess up and then the dad had the big speech, the music would kick in and everything would be happy at the end. In the grassy, yeah, exactly. none, of that, none of that happens. The bad stuff always happens. <laughs> no, it's yeah. like, this is a cursed world. <laughs> yeah. So what uh, I got to know, we're going to get into this episode and it features Mike Nelson, who, for those of you who don't know, is is Wheels' birth father, who only makes three, like, appearances in three shows. What is it about Mike Nelson that had such a lasting impact on both of you? Oh, that's a deep one. Barry, you want to feel that one? I I, I just found it just so funny. (laughs) The the, the whole character itself, it was just like... uh, the episode where Wheels runs away, and I know we're getting—I know that's a couple seasons away—but uh, he yeah. sends in the postcard, which, which by the way, cost forty-five cents, and it was like a month late. <laughs> and it was like, uh, yes, Wheels' whole thing, and he was like, uh, Wheels wanted to finally meet his dad, and uh, he has this dream sequence where he goes to meet his dad, and his dad's like, "Oh, you ran away from home? That's great, man! I'm so happy. We're going to start <laughs> our great. own band. You can play bass for us." And I, I just found it so hilarious, and it's just so. He is like the king of the deadbeat dads. It's 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 extremely sad, but it's uh, but it's also very funny for some strange reason. So it's just yeah, so, it's a great character. I have a weird kid started joking about it, and I think it just took a life of its own from that, and that's why we love it so much. <laughs> I have a weird Legend. weird question about Mike Nelson. Okay, so the way he's portrayed, like. He's in a band. He goes from town to town playing with this band. He eventually has this girlfriend who he marries, and he loves his life on the road, and he's got a bitchin' mullet and a great mustache. Mm -hmm. Is he supposed to be a cool guy, like, when he's written in this show? And and you kind of have to put on your 80s children, like, lenses. Like, do you look at him as an 80s child and go, this guy's cool, or is he supposed to kind of be, like, a facade? Yeah. He's kind of ageless because, like, he is what I—he's look—he is the definition of what I thought forty was when I was probably ten years old. So now I don't know. Now he does say, "quote I'm still a kid." Uh, Mike Nelson <laughs> says that in the uh, in the uh, to the restaurant. So I don't know. It's uh, I don't know if he was ever cool. I don't know. Is he? Well, I mean, like, he, in this episode especially, you see, like, Joey and, and, and Wheels obviously think he's super cool, right? He's in a band. Like, that's so mm. awesome. So I guess maybe he's supposed to be portrayed as cool, but it's also, like, clear to, um, you know, they also make it clear that he's a loser. At least I think so. <laughs> I mean, like, he plays, he's a drummer. There's no other indication that he has any other job other than being a drummer for this, like, you know, cover band which is awesome mike and the drifters but like where where is he from like (laughs) like is he in the gta is he like it kind of seems like he's not from town but he floats into town or into like port hope i know because there's one there's one scene in this episode where he's like oh every time i come into town i'll look you up in the phone book now yes (laughs) i'm sure there's a lot of wheelers in in the phone book in toronto (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I check up on you that's not really checking off look at somebody up in the phone book <laughs> yeah like does he just like check make sure the name's there be like cool yeah and isn't it more so like <laughs> checking out on his on, on his mum or dad like it's not going to be Derek Wheeler in the phone book it's going to be no it's going to be yeah. super nerdy dad. dad Wheeler or whatever they are <laughs> <laughs> the nerdiest parents alive oh well, yes you know, you know, oh, holy too, god they were too good 
too good. Go they couldn't exist in that. That's why they got killed because they got killed off. The game, it's like Game of Thrones. They couldn't exist because they're too righteous. They're too good. Yeah, and, they would have given Wheels too good of an ending, too happy of an ending to a story. Oh, so they had to kill him off. They're yeah. like, you must die. So true. <laughs> yeah. I think the whole thing about Mike, Mike Nelson is the kids that when they were Wheels' his age, they think this guy's living the dream. And now you're at our age, you look back. That's not the dream. Yeah. <laughs> like he was probably on welfare if he was a drummer and that was his only job. You know? Yeah. This is true. Yeah, I can't imagine I that bar was, was, was paying big uh, big top dollar for them to <laughs> whack at a few tunes. Yeah, I really doubt it. <laughs> if you're a drummer really out there, it. by the way, in a band, we don't really think you're a loser, just to <laughs> clarify. Uh, yeah. But you're just probably not working right now because of COVID. So it's okay. Yeah. That's why. You're, yeah. you're collecting your sir benefits. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> Uh, so should we, uh, before, like, I can go through the show from start to finish as usual and do the, the usual deep dive, but before we do, is there anything else you guys want to say about Degrassi, or, or maybe even just general commentary on this show, or more about Mike Nelson, if you want? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, hmm. What could be said? What, I'm, it's so, it's, yeah, go ahead. This, this, this show is just so fabricated with Canadianity, like, like Ted said. I mean, it's just a part, to me, it's just a part of my childhood. When I think of my childhood, I think of a couple of things. I think of Transformers, I think of Degrassi, and I think of Pro Wrestling. I mean, that was, that was my childhood. So, obviously, I was, I was very cool, right, as you could tell. By those, uh, it's <laughs> weird. It's like you guys are my best friends. I was going to say, that's exactly Alan's childhood. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so ingrained with me and growing up and watching this show. I just, it was just, I don't know, it was just part of Canadianity. And most Canadian shows do suck, right? I mean, like, you're the littlest hobo yeah. and all this kind of stuff. But looking back. I, I, you shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm a nostalgic junkie, man. I go back, look at this stuff, and I was like, man, this is my childhood, and it was awesome. <laughs> Agree. Mm. Uh, yes. All right, let's, let's talk let's about Parents' it. Night. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Ooh, let's jump into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we start off. Wheels is sitting there in his house, super happy. He's got his new guitar strap. For a moment, I thought he got a new guitar, but oh, oh, yeah. but it was actually a guitar strap. And yeah. his his fucking lame parents. Oh my god. So this is a this is a show. This is from 1987, by the way. Parents' Night, April 5th, 1987. And yes, it's episode uh, episode. 12? Oh, I think, yeah. yeah. Episode yeah. 12. Uh, one more in the season to go. So his parents are sitting there listening to opera. Fucking so loud. <laughs> and then they have this conversation about how they hate rock music. And I'm thinking, is this the 50s? Yeah. <laughs> I know. His dad says, maybe rock music's part of an alien plot. And in an earlier so, episode, we determined that they have the worst sex life. And I watch this and I'm like, <laughs> it's... They, it's true. Like, you can just see it. <laughs> they probably don't have sex. That's why they had to adopt wheels. <laughs> Wheel looks up and goes, you guys, you fuck. <laughs> as, as a call back to shout out to James. Great. Oh, James. Excellent story. Uh, so, they, good. so they're like, what about the record we gave you? So he pulls out this South Pacific soundtrack record that he gave him for his birthday. <laughs> So is this the morning, this, this scene here? Because there's like a half-eaten birthday cake. So did he have that for breakfast? Or? <laughs> I know. I have another question about that birthday cake, too. So let's just keep that in mind. Well, when, you, when we go forward and we see he's walking to school with Alex. Oh, yes. Um, and he's talking about his birthday, which it seems maybe it was the night before. And he's telling Alex all about this like three-layered chocolate cake that his mom made him. And I was like, that's bullshit, because that cake was shitty and white and not three layers. Maybe he just lied about it. Like, he's just like, I, I think need he to did make this fucking cake lie. sound good. Yeah, he did. Anyways. It's like I was rocking out to my South Pacific record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice that detail. I also like that, <clears throat> so I guess he's telling Alex all about this birthday party in great detail. The party that Alex wasn't invited to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Yes. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't invite Alex to my party either, so. No. <laughs> Who would? Uh, so as he's walking to school, we see in the distance, getting out of his car to have a look at this child at an elementary or a junior oh, high oh, school, M <laughs> Mike Nelson, uh, making his first and glorious appearance. Yeah, uh, Snake sees Mike as he's going into the school, and Snake is immediately suspicious. Mm -hmm. As you should be. <laughs> um, yeah. Like they introduce Mike in the creepiest fucking way possible, like lurking outside of a, of a school. 
well, staring at all the kids. The gloves. You see the gloves? Yes, on those the freaking yellow gloves. Oh, yeah, we skipped over that. Oh, yeah, that's right. When he called wheels <laughs> and hung yeah. up and, and, and he's he using gloves on the payphone, I guess, so so he doesn't leave <laughs> sexy fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, those gloves are something else. If, like, if the score of that scene was creepy music, this would be a slasher film. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's just standing there just looking at the school. It's it's a bit it's a bit strange. Yeah, it's super strange. So there's a running joke throughout this episode. This is the first episode where we find out that Snake Wheels and Joey have formed a band. Yep. And mm-hmm. they are talking about different band names, and, and Snake and Joey are going back and forth. Snake starts off by suggesting to Wheels that their band should be called Snake and the Charmers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a solid name, I think. So as we go through each of these, I'll <laughs> ask, like, how much better, how much worse than Zit Remedy? Snake and the Charmers. Snake and Charmers, pretty sweet. Uh, again, would, no one, watching the show and going through the whole thing, Zit Remedy is the, is the name of the band. and yeah. I don't, so It's so entrenched. It's it. it can't be anything else. Uh, so Snake and the Charmers, Wheels, uh, Wheels says Joey won't like it, and Snake says Joey knows nothing about band names, which <laughs> is kind of true from what we're going to see uh, <laughs> coming up. Uh, so then Snake also tells Wheels that there's a guy looking at, on at him from the outside of the school, probably some pervert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, the word pervert in the 80s had like high value, like it was high stock, that word. It, it kind of fell off in later years, but yeah, somebody's a pervert. I'm, assume, I'm assuming that this, this uh, that what I'm about to tell you is pretty universal. But I believe he cannot be officially a pervert unless he's out in front of the school in a white van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that rape van. Look That's out. true. Rape van. Uh, Wheels goes into the washroom. Lots of scenes in the washroom in these shows. I know. Now that we've pointed that out, I just I always note them in when I'm looking. I'm like, oh, another washroom scene. Oh, yeah. is this when he takes when Wheels takes a whiz and then he grabs his scarf just after touching his horn? <laughs> Like, I was just like, for fuck's sakes, like, that's going to go up to your mouth now. Like, you're, like, ugh, pre-COVID. What a time. What a, what a time. What a time. Based, I on, your previous co- you based on your previous podcast, I was hoping that Arthur would come out of the stall after. <laughs> <laughs> He's a recurring theme. I mean, oh, he, I probably, I was to. he probably was in there. So oh, yeah. they just don't show him. Let's just assume that Arthur's in there taking a pee, as we've determined. <laughs> yes. Uh, the whole he time that these conversations him. take place. <laughs> Or eating like, his lunch, as whoever suspected that, that he did. Be me. Yes, you. Uh, Can't go in school. I need to sit down to pee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Joey is in the bathroom. He is forging a signature on his report card and uh, also suggests that the name of their band should be Joey and the Joy Buzzers. Better or worse than Snake and the Charmers? <laughs> wah, wah, ex- no, it's like, I- no. I think it's better than Snake and the Charmers, but oh, really? it's still stupid. Oh. Well, oh, yeah. Snake no. and the Charmers sounds ridiculous. It sounds like they'd be like a doo-wop band or something. <laughs> or I don't know. Wheels' parents would listen if they were. Yeah. <laughs> like, a pe- they'd be a Perry Como cover band. Hey, did you hear we- Joey and the Joy Buzzers? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, they're both pretty bad. Uh, so yes. then we have Spike. So Spike, who in the last episode, as we, we've already discussed, wink, wink. Uh, is now pregnant. So the twins are talking to her about the baby, and she reveals that Shane is now not talking to her much anymore. Yeah. As would be expected. Um, He'll get his. Joey Joey hands in his report card, and Radich, in front of the class, asks how his parents reacted to it, and... Joey's like, ah, they don't care about school. Like, it's not important to them. And Radich reminds Joey that Parents' Night is coming up, and so he'll get a chance to talk to them then. Yes. And, like, I obviously thought of James during this episode, or this part, because he's probably furious at it. But, like, Radich just takes such joy. Oh, yeah. Like, humiliating the shit of Joey in front (laughs) of everybody. Like, it's it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, he he dunks on him so hard, like at every turn. <laughs> like yeah. no wonder, no wonder Joey got problems. Uh, of course, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I think I wrote down. Yeah, I got you now, Joey. That's, that's <laughs> what I wrote down for what Radish was thinking. <laughs> uh, 
after class, Joey says that his parents are going to kill him, but Shane suggests that they'll just break his arm. This is only a few episodes from where Joey was dealing with Rick's dad, like beating him up. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Nice. Shane then comes up with the idea for Joey where he says, well, if you didn't see the report card, that's where the announcement of Parents Night was. So if they didn't see it, they won't know that it's happening. So Joey can just write a letter to Raditz saying that, uh, the parents won't be there. So Shane with mm-hmm. the bad it idea. Snake, right? Not Shane. Or, not uh, yeah, Shane, I was Snake. Say, I think it was Snake. Well, yeah. I wrote Shane. Yeah, Snake. Snake, you're right. A snake who would, again, become a principal one day is coming up with oh, this yeah. idea. I know. Um, one of the few times he gives, like, the, the, bad, uh, the bad advice or that he yeah. plays, like, the devil on his shoulder. Because that's really not... Was a poor, really was a poorly laid plan. Like, I mean, you're, you're a parent, Courtney. I, I'm sure you can I speak to, to the other parents of people in your, of your kids in their class, right? Oh, so yeah. If, so if there's a parent's night coming up, I'm pretty sure you've heard about it to another parent, right? <laughs> yes, 100%. Like, Mr. Jeremiah would have heard about it from LD's dad when he got this car fixed, right? Yeah, at the, at the auto body. That's true. So there you mm-hmm. go. Uh, the twins are now encouraging Spike to go talk to Wheels about uh, asking him what it's like being adopted. And uh, Courtney, did you yes. identify with this story? Oh, well, funny you should ask that. Um, I do, seeing as I was adopted, like wheels. Um, With cooler parents, I hope. Mm -hmm. Like a little bit cooler. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like they listened to like Buddy Holly and they didn't listen to like Mel Torme or whoever uh, (laughs) Wheels' loser dad listens to. Yeah, that's what you hear as he's walking out of the room, like Mel Torme. And you just think, you suspect Wheels going to turn around and just go, fuck's sakes like give it up <laughs> that's enough yes you're you're, yeah. you're you're pivoting too hard on this point i get it you guys are fucking losers <laughs> loser city um and they're also like horrible actors like horrible mm. all the scenes that they're in that they are supposed to be like sentimental or meaningful i can't even like barely watch them because they're just so bad at so. acting are you just trying to de- deflect from my question about oh. being adopted? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I, oh, yeah. I think I got you off the point. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Ted's like, I don't want to talk about that. It's boring. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, I was adopted. Okay. Well, there you go. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't a big deal. My dad isn't Mike Nelson. Yeah. So. S- sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Thanks. Disappointing. Me too. Uh, so they're having a talent night at school. Uh, Miss Avery is coaching two people on stage. It's Caitlin and Arthur in and drag. Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what and the, what are they singing? What the fuck is this supposed to be? <laughs> I, I don't know. No clue. <laughs> She's like, I've picked up PCP recently and I had this fucked up dream. <laughs> and kids, Caitlin, <laughs> Arthur, come here. You're going to do this. So you, Caitlin, have a World War One helmet on and a wig <laughs> under it. And, and, and Arthur, you're going to wear like a uh, like a, a, a tropical Hawaiian shirt with a weird curly black wig and Zubaz pants and Zubaz pants. Oh God, Zubaz. Um, yeah, I just assumed it was like a Broadway thing that I didn't know about, but. <laughs> You mean now or at the time? No, like what Arthur and, and Caitlin were doing for the talent show. I don't know. Fuck. Joey Snake and Wheels are talking about their band's future. Uh, Joey wants to shoot a music video on a building, is his idea. <laughs> Snake wants it to be a dream sequence. I say Snake's idea is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Snake's idea. Uh, so they're, they're, they're actually like rehearsing at this point. Spike comes along and asks to speak with, uh, wheels about being adopted. And she asks if he thinks about his parents or, um, you know, if he's mad about being given up and, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good scene. Like wheels is a pretty good guy, right? At this point in time. Yeah. Yeah. I said that too. I thought it was a pretty sweet scene, despite the fact that again, Spike is a terrible actor. Um, and (laughs) Just awful. She gets better in the series, but just just right now, she's just awful. But despite that, yeah, it's a pretty cute scene. She asked the stereotypical like adoption questions, and like I've been asked those a million times. Um, like, but yeah, yeah. 
It's like those her clothes. It was kind of interesting. It's like a. It's like one of those David Byrne suits with the big shoulders and stuff, but it's like different colors. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's. Just, I don't know. I just couldn't. I just couldn't move past it. I don't know who David Burns is. Oh, uh, David uh, uh, Talking Heads. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Amanda Steptoe, by the way, as uh, like in person, still talks a lot about the cool music she listens to. So Spike is not just the coolest kid in school. She's the coolest kid in real life. Yes. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry for saying you're a bad actor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who was it had in previous episodes? Who was it had the, the Smiths shirt? Um, was that Spike, pretty- too? That might was that. I Spike? think it was Spike. I think yeah. it was Spike. That's pre- that's pretty cool. Yeah, good for her. Her. It was her. her and Liz typically wore the cool, um, the cool band shirts. Yes, this but is Liz true. isn't there yet. Oh, okay. I'd be scared of Liz if I was in high school. The big thing with this scene that came up to me was how long has Spike been pregnant at this point? Because you don't go around telling every <laughs> single person in school that you're pregnant. You know, three yeah, weeks know. in or however long it is. Yeah, it can't be that long. Well, yeah, but Shane has told Joey, like, like, right in in the last episode, he hadn't outright told him. But I mean, even Joey's not dumb enough to <laughs> to have that go over his head when Shane's asking him about it. So Joey's yeah. probably told Wheels, and word has gotten around. I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but it's true though. I mean, you're a 14 year old pregnant, you know, girl. You're not spreading that shit around the school. At least, <laughs> at least I wouldn't. But there's a lot of things I would have done differently than Spike <laughs> <laughs> with regards to the baby. Well, okay, then. <laughs> hashtag, wow. Hashtag, oh, tell us more. Bye-bye, baby. Bye-bye, <laughs> baby. Bye-bye, like, birdie, but with a baby. Wow. Uh, Joey Snake and Wheels play music for their rehearsal, and they're terrible. But when they leave school, they're so excited about how great they sounded. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. good. And as they're walking away, that is where Mike is back and Wheel sees him for the first time. And Mike is basically trying to convince Wheels that he's his real dad. So he tells him all these facts about where he was born and he has a birth necklace that he throws over to Wheels and he leaves a number for Wheels to call. All cool, like folds the number up and puts it in the chain link. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He can't can't just pass it to him. He's like. Here, no. I'll crumple it up on this fence on a windy day. Okay, sure. <laughs> Good planning there. Good planning social, there, Mike. Good job. Distancing. Social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Once again, ahead of his time. It would have been a way better scene if the paper had blown away from the fence and you just had <laughs> wheels chasing it down the street. <laughs> <laughs> that thing where you almost catch it and then it blows away again. Oh. oh. In the previous um, scene, when, when wheels is talking to uh, um, Spike about, uh, yeah, I was born at six, six in the morning, and then the next scene, um, Mike just happens to say that. Like, I yeah. don't know when I was born. Yeah. I have no idea what time of day. It's a really <laughs> random thing to say to somebody. It is. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but so Mike is in like some pretty, I think it's a Jeep, isn't it? He rides up in uh, some, I think it's like a black Jeep. Looks pretty cool. He's a cool guy, maybe. Yeah. Um, what the fuck is a birth necklace? Like, do I, I never heard of that before. I don't think yeah, no. Go ahead. I, I no, no. I just sorry. I'm just saying. I don't know. Oh, you don't know okay. either. No, I don't know. Do you, Alan? I, I didn't. I think I had. Maybe it, mine would have been like the wristband that my mom wore, right? Like they. Yeah, yeah. That. So, but I don't yeah. think I had a birth necklace. Like I get the wristband thing, like the hospital bracelet or whatever. That's normal. But since when do they like bead necklaces or bead? Yeah, whatever that was, and that's pretty. Uh, Anyways, I thought maybe you guys would have known about it, but I've never heard of that before. I just typed then, in, do they do they do birth necklaces anymore? And uh, it doesn't look like they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Mike talks about wheels being born at Eastern General at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. on a Friday. So I checked it out. Eastern General is a real hospital mm-hmm. um, in East York. Uh, it's now called a different name. It's called the Michael Guerin Hospital right now. It's called, called the Michael Mike Nelson. Nelson Hospital. I know. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dr. Michael Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> so then that kind of just adds to the mystery of like, where is he? Does he, is he already living in Port Hope? Because he obviously lived in Toronto at some point. Um, anyways. 
Uh, so the next day, Joey is telling Snake that they're going to tour and have groupies. I, you know, and this is, this goes on with this band for a while is that like, it's a really wild jump from we're rehearsing to we're going to be famous and fuck school and we're going to go on tour. And like, I get it. Like it's cute to, to have dreams, but it's kind of weird that Joey especially like has, has made this leap in his life, yeah. in his life trajectory. It's quite the leap. And I was wondering too, like they're in grade seven, right? Eight. Yes. Or sorry, eight. Um, don't by that point, like obviously kids always have those, you know, delusional aspirations. Like Jack used to, my son, Jack used to want to be like a YouTuber, like a famous YouTuber, <laughs> which I think is like the modern day equivalent to like wanting to be a rock star. But like he gave that up a couple years ago and he's in grade seven. So I felt like grade eight is kind of late for them to be, you know, still talking about becoming famous rock stars. But I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Uh, Joey shows his letter that he's written to Wheels. Uh, and interestingly enough, he writes that they cannot come to parents' night because they have a highly communicable disease. It's like, <laughs> yeah. well, don't we all know that, right? Right. Joey would not be having to deal with parents' night these days. It would not be happening. That's true. Uh, Wheels reveals that he saw his real dad. Joey says he wishes he was adopted. And then he says him and, him, or him and Snake tell Wheels that he can write a song about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. What a guy thing to say. Like, Wheels has this super serious issue to discuss. And, like, his friends turn it into something so dumb. <laughs> Should write a song about this man. Maybe it's what everybody wants something is about. Everybody wants to know the real parents. <laughs> <laughs> Never give up <laughs> until he rejects you <laughs> and they take your money. Uh, Joey encourages Wheels to call his dad, so he does from a payphone. Uh, not only a payphone, but a rotary dial payphone. Oh. oh, baby. I pointed that out too. What a pain in the ass those things were. <laughs> uh, Wheels and his dad go to a diner, and his dad is like, You like chocolate milkshakes? Me too. It's hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's serenity. It's like I feel like Wheels is just gonna look at him and go, Mike. You don't really know what the word heredity means, do you? Yeah. It's a good thing you didn't go with Rick. Rick wouldn't know what that means either. Well, yeah. <laughs> you mean like want some candy? Yeah. <laughs> he shows a photo of Wheels's mom uh, to Wheels and says he was young when they had Wheels, and he's still young and plays drums in a band and. Uh, Wheel says he plays bass, and Mike's like, that's heredity, boy. <laughs> heredity rears its head again. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. I, I have a, a comment about the photo. Yes. Um, don't you find it odd that, well, A, he has that photo, um, and B, like, this mom is, like, giving her kid away because she doesn't want it. Mm -hmm. Or him, I guess he's a him by then. But let's take like this really super cute photo together first, and then bye, 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 baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I just find that so weird. Like if I'm giving my kid up for adoption, maybe like keep a photo of the kid, but like pose with him just to be like, it looks like I love you, but I really don't. Yeah, that's kind of a waste of a Zeller's photo <laughs> op. It's like, see you later, kid. We done. Yeah, Not we out. And also, like, yeah, that begs the question of where the photo was taken, because, like, but anyway, so those are less important questions, I think. Yeah, like, how often, how much time you have with the baby when you're giving them for adoption before you never see the baby again, right? I don't know if you ever Well, that's what, I mean, it depends, I guess. But for mine, I think, like, oh, I, well, I know, because it was me. But, yeah, the decision was made to put me up for adoption before I was born. So I think you... Uh, you give birth, and I think you spend a bit of time with, and then it's just like she gone. <laughs> you shoot out, the doctor just takes you away. Yeah, gone. But, yeah. <laughs> So when I was born, though, they I get despite the fact that she was giving me up, I guess it was a policy, or she she had to name me for some reason, even like, uh -huh. and she didn't realize she had to name me. So she named me. Get this, Mary Wait. Teresa. Mary <laughs> Teresa. That was my name. <laughs> I guess she must have been an atheist, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I was a nun when I was born. Oh, baby. <laughs> Just writing, writing this down. Mary <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. uh, so 
Mike invites Wheels to come see his band rehearse because they're playing at some bar in Toronto. Uh, Wheels comes home and somehow his dad has snagged a pair of tickets to see Wheels. Have you heard of a band called the Gourmet Scum? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Of course he has. This is the first Gourmet Scum reference in uh, Degrassi. Well, his, his dad has snagged some tickets for a show in Hamilton. And they could go down, grab a bite to eat, and see the the show. And Wheels turns it down because he wants to see Mike's rehearsal. And I was just like, he wouldn't do that. Like, yeah, that's so stupid. Um, and he gives the lamest excuse ever, like, I got talent show rehearsal. Mm. Like, Dad's like, oh, well, I guess it's important. Yeah, then. yeah, okay, sure, that sounds good. I guess I'll go by myself. Maybe I'll bring my friggin' wife. Are they playing Broadway show tunes at this rehearsal? Because if so, I, it's, it is the most important thing. Wait. <laughs> can I have a lonely? Can I have a lonely or South Pacific re- record again? <laughs> you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, Wheels was probably like, "Dad, you're the last person I want to go to a fucking concert with." Yeah. You can sit God. there and bitching about rock music and talking mm-hmm. about. I bet you they have sex for fun. <laughs> <laughs> sex isn't for fun. Wheels. <laughs> Just going back to the milkshake scene because there's a couple things there I thought. Was yes. Funny. Yes. Was number one was like uh, Wheels asking, "Did you ever think about you know getting rid of me?" And Mike's there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We talked. <laughs> <laughs> Conversation with the kid that you've been searching for or wanting to talk to for years. Is that the first thing you say? Oh, yeah, we were going to abort you. Yeah. He's like, I guess it's too late now. But uh. and they're like, oh, we were too young. We decided to give you up and we made sure you got a good home. And then we're walking down the road. He's like, yeah, I wasn't supposed to know where you were, but I found you by accident. I fell ass backwards into it. So, anyways, here's daddy. That was like total, total lazy writing, right? Like, they're like, oh, he has to explain how he found him. I just put by accident. (laughs) He's like, that's the second accident with you, son. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like it was like four seasons later. It's like the next scene. (laughs) Yeah. How do you accidentally, coming from someone, me, who has actually found their birth mother, you can't find that shit by accident. That's bad. Bad, bad writing. (laughs) Uh, the yes. next day we're at school, Spike and Shane are arguing in the stairwell. Uh, Snake, Snake's idea for the, ne- like the next band is Snake and the Sneeze. And Snake and the Sneezes, yeah. Joy wants Joey and the Jump Starts. Both bad, right? Horrible. Yeah, the bad. first two were better, Snake and the Charmers yes. and Joey and the Joy Buzzers. These ones are just yeah, they're embar- losing embarrassing. They're losing it now. Uh, yeah. They go to see Wheels. Guess where? In the washroom. In the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And he's just standing in the corner of the washroom, like, looking at the wall. <laughs> that's, some, that's some psycho killer stuff there. Like, what, what, why are you in here just, just looking at the wall? Like, that's really weird. Uh, and it's like, kind of dark in there, too. It's strange. Yeah, Arthur's sitting in the stall still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he is very, very conflicted about lying to his parents. He's like, I lied. It's the worst. I was just, Again, I was like, you were like, you were about to bang Stephanie K like three episodes ago. And now you're like, sweet, wholesome boy. My parents. Right? I told them a lie about a band concert. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, right. he, he gets over his fear of lying pretty quick there. Come a couple seasons down the road. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a pathological liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joey really wants to go see Mike's band rehearsal. So he's like, come on, how many times do you get to see a real live band? And I was like, he was going to see a real live band. That's Gourmet <laughs> yeah. Scum concert. I know. I wrote that down, too. I'm like, pretty sure that's a live band. Correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong, Joey. When they walk into the bar, I don't know if we're there yet, but it's like they're playing like a nothing song. It's just like. Yeah. Just people are just <laughs> and they're like, yeah, grooving to it. It's like, no, there's a lot of noise going on, but that's not really a song there. <laughs> um, Joey and Wheels go to this bar to see Mike's band. They're called Mike and the Drifters. Why is the name of the person that's called out in the band name the drummer? Like, I don't Hello, think he sings. That's, yes, I had I raised that question to Ted yesterday. Yes. Like, how many bands have the drummer as like their namesake? And I think I have a pretty okay musical trivia knowledge 
Yeah. Uh, weirdly, it's not anything I wanted, but uh, I, I really can't think of I can't think of any. Right? Um, no, like I know some like say you got like the band with Levon Helm and uh, like, but he, it was called the band. It wasn't called the Levon Levon Helm and the band. You know, I don't know. Yeah. The only but band yeah. I can think of where the drummer is the main guy is probably the Phil Collins Genesis. Oh baby. <laughs> yeah, but they but it's just yeah, but it's just Genesis, right? It's not Phil Collins yeah. and Genesis. And the Genesis. <laughs> Phil Collins <laughs> and, and the sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> Phil and the Fantastic. <laughs> I think that there was some uh there was probably like jazz bands where the drummer was the head the head person. That's the only one I could think of. I can't even think of names off the top of my head. I'm sure Wheels' yes. parents could tell me. Oh, <laughs> oh of course they could. <laughs> Uh, so Mike tells the band that Wheels is his kid, and immediately Wheels gets mad. Oh, yeah. this is the this is the most massive heel turn ever. <laughs> he walks in smiling, so happy, grooving to the music. He's like, "Hey, it's my kid," and Wheels is like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Oh, yeah, man. he flips out. He flips. He loses it. So yeah, so Wheels comes in all happy, but then um, I think it's him hearing so all the band members are kind of teasing Mike. They're like, oh, I didn't know you were dad or whatever. Or, you know, you had a kid. Should we call you dad now? And then that's what kind of, I feel like that kind of gets wheels all riled up. Poor wheels. Uh, He tells Mike that he was a mistake, and then he throws his necklace back at Mike and leaves. Joey doesn't give a fuck that his friend is upset. He just wants to see the band. Yeah. What a dick. (laughs) Uh, it's like, can I hang? Can I hang out with you, middle-aged men? <laughs> okay, sure, kid. Right on, Joey, Joey. This was the dream. This was what him and Snake were talking about. The big tour, oh, yeah. and everything, right? So, when are the ladies coming, boys? <laughs> Wheels gets home, and his parents want to speak to him because Mike called. Uh, they tell him that they'll figure things out, and Wheels is like, "You don't want me either." <laughs> oh, okay. So this is the scene that I was thinking of in particularly that highlights like their, their acting is so bad um i can't even get through this scene and take it seriously because they're just like it's okay wheels you're not in trouble you're allowed to feel how you whatever um mm-hmm. but didn't that stand out to anybody like i just like it's like grinding my teeth to get through that scene what stood out to me the most in this scene was that he didn't go to the gourmet scum concert because <laughs> it was that night and he i guess oh he must have given the tickets away yeah, he must have given him away. He was afraid of the alien takeover or something. I guess yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that was so out of the blue, too. We didn't really talk about that. Like, where, why was that line even thrown in there? The aliens? Yes. Because, because Wheels' dad is lame, and he's like, oh, rock yeah, music yeah. was brought to us by aliens to fuck with us, son. <laughs> it's like, you're making a lot of sense there, pop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next day, we've got two more band names, Joey and the Jelly Beans and Snake and the Snaps. I This Jesus. one, I like Joey's name better. Joey and the Jelly Beans. Yeah, it's a little better. I'm still de- still devolving, I think. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's like, yeah. Snake and the, the Snaps. The breakfast cereal. <laughs> <laughs> what I think I noticed, too, because you guys pointed out in the previous podcast, is I was listening to the, the announcements over to PA and there. Would Arthur please come to the office immediately? I was like, what the hell is Arthur getting called to the office for? You want to talk to him about his IBS, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> when they call him, he emerges from the bathroom and goes yeah, to bed. They, they just can't find him because he's been in the stall for so long. He was like, he was like I was in my office. <laughs> okay. okay, Arthur. Okay, bud. Uh, Radich comes up to Joey, gleefully tells him that he's uh, called his parents and uh, that they're going to be coming in for parents' night. What an asshole. He loves this. He's like, you're fucked now, asshole. (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) You might as well just say it, Thirsty Radich. (laughs) I bet Thirsty Radich goes to the Mike and the Drifter shows. For (laughs) show. I'm sure he And him and Mike compare mustaches. Yeah. Okay, I have a weird question. Okay, so have you ever heard the last name, the surname Radich before? Uh, Is no. That a, no. Because I always thought growing up, I was like, are they doing a play on words? Is that supposed to be like Radish? 
which is red, and he has red hair. Is that a thing? I've always had this thing in the back of my mind going, because I've never, ever heard that name before. I don't know. I am I'm looking at Ancestry.com. Nice. Radich, uh, spelled differently. In this case, it's R-A-D-I-C-H. I believe in the show he is Radich with a T. He is. Yeah. Yeah. And it is Croatian surname. Croatian descent. Oh. Croatian? There's Croatian. Oh, wait. There's some other stuff here, though. There's also, wait, Denmark, Sweden. I don't know which one it is. Let's just say Croatian, though he doesn't seem Croatian to me. I was going to say he doesn't seem But it, 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 it comes from, I guess it's Radish. Like, it's R-A-D-I-C with an accent on it, so... Oh. Ah. There you go. Le Thirsty Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one thing about this, um, Courtney, again, being, being a parent. Yes. Jake's or Jack's teacher called you and said, I think he forged your signature on your uh, report card. Well, the first time Jake, uh, Jack, sorry, hear about that is from his <laughs> teacher the following day, or do you think you talk about it once you got the call from the teacher? Well, first of all, it wouldn't be me. It'd be Ian Shay, and he would lose his fucking mind. And <laughs> it would be the worst thing ever. Cranky! <laughs> <laughs> but you think your parents would kind of talk to you about that. So, you know, I got a call from your, your teacher today, and he told me about the report card that I saw and that I didn't saw. I don't think the first time you'd hear about it is the next day when, when Radich is there with a big smile on his face saying, got you again, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, Joey, did your parents ground you? Did they hit you? What did they do? Tell me all of um no totally they yeah you would you would hear about that before radich shoves it in your face i got Uh, pretty easy for forging signatures and and lying and and all this and making up phony uh communicable diseases and all that all you got was all your parents going to talk to me on parents night yeah yeah (laughs) you think about it he got off really easy yeah like now (laughs) it's almost like joey's scared because he's gonna get in trouble on parents night and it's like aren't you already in trouble dude yeah, <laughs> like a lot of trouble. Agreed. Uh, Snake and Spike are having an, or sorry, uh, Shane and Spike are having another uh, fight, and he storms away. She tells Wheels that they have officially broken up, and then <sighs> she tells Wheels, and she's just kind of, you know, sounding off at this point, but says, you know, one day she doesn't know what to do about the baby. She's really conflicted, but she'd want to meet her baby one day to explain things, and that's where Wheels has the realization, like maybe Mike isn't a total asshole. Maybe, and I don't. Spike calls a baby it whenever she refers to it, and I just—it sounds weird. I love. The I want to meet it. I love the elbow shot that Snake Shane gives uh, Wheels on the way at the door. <laughs> but he walks by, just jams the shoulder right into his chair. <laughs> Classic. Uh, so Wheels goes back to the bar. I another thing, like these kids. I guess the bar's not open, but you're just going into the bar, like a thirteen-year-old, just cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Goes back into the bar to see Mike, and he tells Mike at this point that he doesn't want to see him for a bit, but that he'll give him a call later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Mike's like, okay, Derek, and he's like, my friends call me Wheels. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's like, can I have my necklace back? And Mike's like, your necklace, and gives him, <laughs> gives him the necklace, and I guess everyone's happy, and the show ends. All yeah. is well that ends well. Luckily, he still had that necklace in his pocket. I was going to say, he just happened to be carrying around that birth necklace. <laughs> I carried this necklace every day for 13 years, along with a, <laughs> along with a picture of your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Where's she from now? I don't know. I don't know. We yeah. lost touch. Also, I'm still a kid. It's like, whoa, yeah. hold on. <laughs> okay, dude. We lost touch. <laughs> Meh. Meh. The drifters here in, in this one, the, the, the scene now, the, the episode couple here, the, the Great Port Hope uh, pilgrimage. Is it the yes. same group? I wonder, the same people playing the band? I wonder, and that's in that show than it was here today? That's a good question. What's the name of that show? Do you remember what it's called? Like that, that episode? Oh, uh, yes. Hold on. Degrassi Junior High episodes. I forget, though. Let's find it. I just remember vacuum salesman molester. Take, <laughs> taking oh, yeah. off you part fool, one. You fool around? It <laughs> <laughs> can't be bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, taking off. Yeah, that's right. He's like, yeah, checks out. I'm jumping ahead a lot, obviously, but I'm looking at the taking off part one Degrassopedia page, and under objects, it just has one thing acid drugs. 
<laughs> we all know what that means. Uh, it does not uh, say on here, unfortunately. So, well, I guess we'll have, to, have wait. to watch. Yeah. I'm willing to bet that it's not the same people. Probably not. Uh, from the Degrassi, your Degrassipedia page for this episode, the 12th episode, a uh, couple of facts here. Uh, Helen Wheeler, Wheels' mom, makes her first appearance. Mike Nelson, of course, makes his first appearance. Let me look at the Mike Nelson page. Oh, he looks sexy. Um, is, I think on the Mike, I don't know if it's the same site, but they list like nicknames that he has. And the nickname he has is Other Dad. <laughs> Other Dad. <laughs> Which is Lovely. what Joey calls him. <laughs> Very literal. Yeah. <laughs> Lovingly known as Other Dad. Other Dad. Uh, Dave James, Mike, previously played Duth Griffiths, the older brother and guardian of Griff. Griff and Wheels mm-hmm. were both mm-hmm. played by Neil Hope in Kids of Degrassi Street. Yeah. Uh. Yes. <laughs> but- <laughs> the main difference between Mike and Duke is that Duke truly cared and needed Griff, while Mike Wheels' birth father didn't really care much in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out. (laughs) So good. Wow. (laughs) Right? What a guy. They must have have natural chemistry. That's why they brought him back to play the the dad after the kids at the grassy street. Oh, obviously. (laughs) They're like, you, sir, are a star. (laughs) Yeah. We see see something in you, Mike. Whatever his name is. Uh, other pieces of trivia for this show. Uh, again, first appearance of Joey Snake and Wheels as a Zit Remedy, though that's not the name they have yet. Alexa yeah. first wears glasses in this episode. Uh, <laughs> that's oh. amazing. Yeah. Trivia. Ar- oh, oh, yeah. Arthur and Melanie talk, but they're uncredited. And Jim, or sorry, Tim and Joy have virtually nothing substantial to do and don't talk, yet they're credited. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. There's also some speculation here. Um, Wheels' birth necklace has the name Nelson on it, but this is Mike's surname when it should be Cindy's, his birth mother's surname, as Mike and Cindy were kids and never married. Oh, bam. Got it. Um, I also thought it was really odd how they couldn't come up. Like, Chris, so Spike's last name is Nelson as well. And. Like, could you not come up with a different last name? You know what's interesting? I noticed that as well. You know what's interesting? Her what? last name is Nelson, and her mom had her when she was young, and there's no dad. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. Immaculate conception, you're saying, Alan? No. Well, it's unless, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Mike and his immaculate <laughs> man juice. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mike Nelson fathered more than wheels. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Was so comfortable talking to wheels. That's it. They're because they're related. Thank God they oh, didn't geez. make out ever. I know. I was gonna say. I was gonna say that in the last episode when we got into this whole adoption thing, Alan, and I implied that mystery dad might also be your dad. Oh, uh, that was two episodes ago, Courtney. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh. Yeah, sorry. Two episodes. <laughs> what was I thinking? Please. Like, Good thing we never made out because it could be related. <laughs> uh, so final thoughts on this episode from everybody as well as anyone uh, excited for more Mike Nelson. Uh, no, yes. Mike Nelson, can't wait for it. How many more episodes is he in? Two more, is it? Two more. We'll do them both. Two more. We'll, we'll, do them as, uh, we'll do them together and, and you guys are absolutely going to be back for those two episodes. Oh, oh baby. And, oh, so, so there's the runaway one. What's the other one? It's a two-parter. Remember. The, yeah, oh, the two-parter. Two That's the only okay. Yeah, I nice. think he also his voice appears in an episode. I think he gets credited for the first uh, one of only... the two. He's actually not in the first one. It's just his yes. voice. Yes. Okay. Happy That's birthday, right. big guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good impersonation. It is. Wow. Yeah. He's got a three-week gig at the Port Hope Hotel or whatever it is. <laughs> the, yeah, I think it was Port Hope Hotel. <laughs> And I mean, Ted and Barry, you aren't as fortunate as Alan and I to drive by Port Hope like on a regular basis. But you cannot drive by Port Hope without thinking about wheels. I'm just like, I'm going to get molested. used to live here. (laughs) (laughs) I did used to live here. I don't know if I ever made it to Port Hope. Actually, I might have. Well, it's not too far. You were in Oshawa, eh? I was in Oshawa, yeah. I was in Oakville. You were? Oh, yeah. All these, all these Ontario. I didn't know that. Oh. Okay, so never mind. So when you drive by Port Oak, do you come out and take a picture of the sign next to us for the? I actually uh, do. I take a picture and I send it to somebody, at like, least one person. It's like it's like the dildo sign in Newfoundland, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Same prominence. <laughs> 
so guys, uh, besides the, the next Mike Nelson episode, if you guys want to come back on, absolutely uh, let us know. Uh, and at this point, because we've already chatted, you can just let Courtney or me know kind of directly. But if you were to do it on Twitter, you'd have to go to at Narbos Podcast and hit us up there or send us an email, uh, narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com to let us know your interest. But, but hopefully we'll see you back in season two uh, uh, as well at some point. Yeah, that would yes, be great. Please. Don't oh, just I disappear like Wheels' dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> Podcast, big guy. We'll see. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, get a po- We'll get a postcard from them in a couple months. That's right. <laughs> hey guys. Hey guys, how's the podcast, big gig. guy? You get a three week trivia <laughs> gig in Clarenville. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just as cool. Uh, so give us uh, give us your plugs for all the stuff that you want to tell us about. We have trivia. Anybody can join it. You need to look it up on Facebook. It is Ted and Barry Social Distancing Trivia. All you need to do is search that, and you have to join the group. And then we have weekly trivia. It starts at 6 o'clock Eastern time. That's 730 in Newfoundland uh, and parts of Labrador, I believe. And you can come on, and we have trivia. We have eight categories from Newfoundlandia to Canadianity to uh, who smokes to uh, on the darts. We have uh, what else we got, Barry? We have a plethora of ref- ref- uh, wrestling references. Lots of Degrassi. Yes. Yes. Uh, the wrestling references are always very popular. Marvel cards that Marvel I used cards. to collect, Some which I actually God. have on the table right behind me. So uh, basically, if you grew from up from 1990 the- to 1992. Anyways, go ahead. If your wheelhouse is 1984 to 1999, <laughs> you'll do very well. That's you will be at home. We will welcome you with open arms. Don't yes. join. Um, don't join late. By the way, like I did the first time I went into it, I'm like, oh, 7:30 sounds good. <sighs> uh, yeah. We start. We start the feed at seven. Well, 7:30 uh, Newfoundland time. Six o'clock. If you uh, best in Ontario or yeah, Eastern Standard Time. What you can do is log in at six o'clock and then we just have uh, we're just setting up ourselves. So there's 30 minutes of music. We had uh, opening this week's uh, trivia was Candy and the Backbeat. Nice. It is a, uh, a poll. I don't know. if And people were like texting me on Facebook going, oh, my God, this is my jam. This is my first <laughs> concert I ever went to. I was like, well, here's the place for you. So You're it's welcome. a lot of. It's pretty much mostly pop culture. It's not like brain teasers or anything. You either know it or you don't really. <laughs> you can join it if you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> People say, oh, I'm not smart. I don't know a lot of trivia. I'm like, being smart will actually work against you if you play our trivia. <laughs> I, sh- I should mention I'm on our anchor page right now. It gives you a kind of a – it gives you a dashboard uh, as to uh, – it, and it has demographics, which I don't know how they have all this information. I guess we just give it away and – I can then f- figure it out, but uh, no, no. I put that disclaimer on my Facebook that they're not uh, allowed to take my information. Uh, so, well, you guys, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yeah. So, so you guys, copy uh, paste it. Your trivia is right in the wheelhouse of our listeners because our average listener, uh, we have sixty-five percent female, thirty-four percent male, one percent non-binary, and. Oh. Yes. And in terms of age groups, overwhelmingly, 73% of our listeners, 35 to 44. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, baby. So unless it's just Courtney listening over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so there you have it. So thanks a lot, guys, for joining us. And, and yes, please, uh, please come back. And we'll, we will negotiate a time for you to, guys to come back in season two if you'd like. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, yep. No, it's like been a slice. Well, I was just going to point out the fact that my team fucking won trivia last night. Yes, they, they did. did. Yes. Team so. Crank on the board. They got. We actually have a social distancing stick, which uh, is a six foot stick that Barry made in his garage, caught up in his garage, and every week we sign whoever wins our trivia. And when this is all over, or when we reach the end of the stick, we will be sawing it up and sending it out to the winners. Nice. Amazing. It's going to have COVID all over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to lick it a couple times before we lick send it, it all over. <laughs> and wait this week for the promo video. It involves the social distancing stick. It'll be a video of the social distancing stick, uh, the General Lee 
and uh, some commentary from, uh, I believe, one Waylon Jennings. Anyways, you'll have to stick around. You'll have to join the group to see what what that video is all about. Perfect. Well, join. Uh, find the uh, links to uh, social distancing trivia in the show notes for uh, this show and find them on Facebook. Join them. Go and try to win yourself a piece of a stick. <laughs> yeah. right. uh, Courtney, what's your tw- uh, what's your Twitter handle, Courtney? Uh, Courtney K twelve oh eight. And I am slip with five eyes or slip, and we will see you next week for the season oh, finale. Oh, yeah. We're gonna oh, have that's a right. we're gonna have a revolution at Degrassi Junior High, where the kids all band against Stephanie K, and the teachers do nothing about it because they never do. <laughs> see you all in a week. Peace out. Peace. Later. Well, I just said I'd join them all up. I would never do my homework. I would stay up late and dream about Kylie. I would never get girls out of my house. Maybe I would. I would walk around and got makeup. Don't you get to call my dreams. 